Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weird Tales Podcast. My name is Tycho Alhambra. Thank you for listening. If this is your first episode, welcome. I'm happy to have you regardless of your race, sexual orientation, or gender identity. The Weird Tales Podcast stands in solidarity with you all. Also, if this is your first episode, they aren't all like this. Bear with me a few more weeks, please. The show gets better. You know what I've never been good at? Planning. Because a week from this episode's release is Christmas, and this Christmas would have been the second time in the history of the show that Christmas fell on a release day. The last time was the first year that I was doing the show, and I was incredibly sporadic with the uploads. So I was looking for a special episode to do at Christmas, and this story would have been the perfect series to end on a Christmas episode, but I'm a dummy. And it was in writing this script that I came up with the idea for how to resolve my stupidity into something interesting. The last segment of the story will be released on the days that the journal entries take place, happening in real time, culminating at Christmas. This will be in addition to the traditional Christmas ghost stories taking place the 21st through the 25th. What does all that mean? That means there isn't a story episode today. However, I do have a special seasonal treat for you. Over on my Patreon, everyone who supports the show, regardless of tier, gets access to a special bi-monthly podcast that me and my friend Garrett do. We pick a random topic and do a top 10 list. This week, we talked about our top 10 Christmas songs. This is that episode. Please enjoy. I'll see you again in four days for Christmas Ghost Stories and the conclusion of Amour Duré by Vernon Lee. Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Mike and Garrett Countdown 10 Random Things Christmas Songs Edition. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> woo-hoo. <laughs> um my name is my name is Mike. And I'm Garrett. And uh we're gonna count down 10 random things, Christmas song edition. Alright, so we talked about this um a couple weeks, a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. Where we were both, all, we were both immediately like, "Oh, I know what the I know what the number one for me is going to be." Um, is that has that that has not changed for you? I assume no. Mine will forever remain my number one. I'm I'm pretty positive. Forever, forever and ever. Yep. World without end. Amen. All right. Uh, my number. Uh, my number one. I don't foresee it changing anytime soon. But you know, there may be. I don't know. Like some some sort of. Mariah Carey modern Christmas song that just blows me away. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a song on my list that I did not discover until about two months ago. Oh, and it is, okay. And it, and it, yeah. And it shot up to, it shot up onto my top 10 list because it's, it just, it just, we'll talk about it when we get there, but it just fits everything that I love about songs. Do you have, uh, do you have any honorable mentions? You know, I actually kept this list very just pristine. I had my one through ten, and uh, I I kept everything else off. I I couldn't really give honorable mentions when I was coming up with it. I'm I'm sure if I really like put some more effort into it, I could come up with some other ones. But I love Christmas music a lot, so I mean, if it's not on in my top ten, they're probably all meddling around eleven or twelve or so. <laughs> okay. All right, let me okay. Well, then let me just run through my honorable mentions just real quick. Okay, um, there is a song from the H.P. Lovecraft um, Historical Society, 
uh, which is a which is a parody of It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. And it's based on The Shadow over Innsmouth, and it's called It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Fishmen. It okay. has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's a parody of a Christmas song, so that's why it's in my honorable mentions. Nice. Okay. Um, there is a combination Walmart and Coke commercial from about 15 years ago called called and it's the whole commercial is just one song and it's called stock up on joy and it happens during a christmas party but christmas is never mentioned and it only mentions like the holidays once so i didn't really I, so i felt i couldn't justify it being on the list but that's a but that's a really good song okay. i have uh, i have included youtube links everybody who's listening i've included youtube links in the show notes so if you want to check out any of these songs they're all there um, go check them out. The Russian dance and the waltz of the flowers from the Nutcracker Suite are in my honorable mentions. They're two of my favorite pieces of classical music. So those are those are on there. Okay. Um, You're a mean one, Mister Grinch, by Thurl Ravenscroft, is uh, is in my honorable mentions. It is not for me, like like. I understand that the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas is a Christmas story. Yep. It happens during Christmas. Christmas is mentioned a lot. The Who's all sing and the Grinch's heart grows three sizes and it's a nice, beautiful Christmas story. But the song itself has nothing to do with Christmas. It's all about the Grinch. And I couldn't justify putting it in my list because it doesn't mention Christmas. Sure. Understandable. Um, and my last honorable mention is Marshmallow World as sung by a band called Steam Powered Giraffe. Um, and <laughs> all right, steam powered giraffe is a within the lore of their world. Steam powered giraffe is a robot band created by Walter Robotics, and they they just go around and perform. Um, so and they're they're a fun little band. They there's songs about being a robot. There's songs about being in love. There's songs about robots in love. It's it's kind of a theme. Um. <laughs> But uh, they're they're a fun band, and Marshmallow World is not an original song to them. It's a cover of a song that I think was sung by Dean Martin, um, or might have been Bing Crosby. He was one or the other. But um, uh, but those are my honorable mentions. All right. <clears throat> the those next question that I have for you is: uh, In your top ten, Christmas songs are Christmas songs can be divided up between just your regular songs about Christmas, right? And then you have like the religious Christmas songs, right? Yeah. Do you have any religious Christmas songs on your list? Uh, I do actually. Uh, I it looks like just one, but I had to include it, and I have a very um specific reason why. But yes, just okay. the one. Yeah, I've I've only got one on my list also, but that's just man. But just listen, I I grew up going to church every Sunday good boy i read my bible like like i was raised christian but man religious christmas songs yeah are are <laughs> we sang one of the hymns that we sang in church is called um the deep deep love of jesus and this is a song celebrating the deep deep love of jesus right mhm and it is sung at the pace of a funeral dirge. Just is, as God intended. 
Oh, the <laughs> deep, deep love of Jesus. It is. <sighs> and I understand why. But yeah. O come, O come, O come, O come, Emmanuel is not a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a joyous song. No. I it's very hard to come across uh, a religious song that's also like as the kids would say a banger where you're just like oh that was really good but <laughs> they all seem to be very just heavy and and slow and and I mean I I will say that depending on the song of course they are very powerful and uh I mean I I went to church for a decent amount of years in my youth in my teenage years actually is when we started going to church um, and I mean, a lot of that stuff still stuck in my head to this day, just like how you were able to crack off that song without, you know, thinking twice about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name a hymn. I could probably sing it. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I only have, I only have one, um, religious song on my list. Uh, but other than that, um, I, I I'm I'm ready to go if you are. So if you wanna if yeah, you wanna go go ahead and, and launch us off. Let's All right. uh, let's start with number ten. So my number ten is uh I kinda I had a hard time putting this on the list, but I had to give credit where credit's due because I love this song and I love the artist and I love everything he's done for me in my life. Um Weird Al Yankovic came out with a Christmas I song. Almost is this Christmas at Ground Zero? It is not Christmas at Ground Zero. Um, this is actually the night Santa went crazy. Oh, I was like, what other what other Christmas songs has he done? Yeah, the night Santa went crazy. Yep, yep, yep. I thought about putting a Weird Al song on my list, and I ultimately decided not to. Yeah, it, it's a tough one, but I really do enjoy this song. I think it's it's got that whimsical Christmas sound to it. And mm -hmm. I mean, he tells a, a story throughout the whole thing. And this is when Weird Al can flex his, hey, I'm clean as far as language goes, but gore and death and destruction is, yeah. I will serve it to you as hard as I can. And that's where this song just like really showed me just how insane this man is but i genuinely enjoy this song and i had to put it on there i i no i 100% agree with that um and like i said i almost i almost put that i almost put a weird al song on my list but decided i have enough kind of weird quirky songs on my list that weird al may be a step too far um <laughs> and you'll see you'll see as we go along i've got some weird ass christmas songs on my awesome list. i can't wait um but uh um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Weird Al. Yeah. He like, he doesn't swear like in any of his songs, but man, he can, he can innuendo like, like nobody's business. One yeah. of my favorite Weird Al songs is one more minute. I don't, are you familiar with that song? Yeah, I think so. It contains the phrase, I'm stranded all alone at the gas station of love and I have to use the self-service pumps. <laughs> <laughs> and wow it, and i i had i had got like i had i had gotten familiar enough with that song that i had that i had memorized it before i realized that that was a masturbation joke oh that's amazing that is truly amazing 
my number 10 is um, Carol of the Bells. Classic. Love uh, it. I love, I love Carol of the Bells. It's, it's got Carol of the Bells. Um, when I was in between 2002 and about 2008, um, a local community theater near where I lived would do a yearly production of A Christmas Carol. And I was in it every year, just playing different roles. Okay. And I've played almost every role that it's possible for me to play except for Christmas Present which I would be a terrible Christmas present because I can't laugh. I can't do a jolly laugh. But um, Carol of the Bells opened the show. So it, so just hearing it, hearing Carol of the Bells, like, and Christmas Carol was always one of those really great shows to be in because everybody kind of got real close during the show and okay. you, know, you made a lot of friends. And, um, you know, and, and Carol of the Bells is just kind of, if you get the if you get the right recording of it, it's a really good song. There are some not great recordings, but um, oh yeah, it was, <clears throat> and it was while I was looking up YouTube links to to link everything out that I stumbled across um an uh, a violin a vi a violinist violin player named Lindsey Sterling. Oh man, who was. Oh, you know Lindsay Sterling. I oh, do I know Lindsay Sterling? She is incredible. <laughs> yeah, she no, she's 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 amazing. Um, she's she yeah. And I watched her Carol of the Bells video, and I was like, oh, this is the second biggest crush I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm she'll she'll do that it's, to you. Holy cow, that uh, woman! Wow, wow. I um, wife, I love you, but. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's quite I, the artist. I mean, she's I, like great with the violin, and she's also great on stage. Like, she's just like a an honest, like awesome performer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I told I told my wife that if uh, who was it, Chris Hemsworth? If Chris if, if Chris Hemsworth ever comes up to her and says, "Run away with me and come live in Australia with me," I I can't complain about that. I can't like, yeah, go. What are you? Why are you not going right now? Like, <laughs> I'll go. help you pack. You need to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Provided that if Anne Hathaway says the same thing to me, like she can't complain either because Anne Hathaway. Um, But I may, I may, I may put Lindsay Sterling on that list too. Like if Lindsay Sterling comes up and says, run away with me, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> Understood. Makes sense. My number 10 is Carol of the Bells. Love it. Um, so number nine for me is uh, from one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, I discovered them through a morning radio show that I listened to. One of the, the guys that was on it um, played a song from this band. And I'm like, ooh, that was really good. And so I bought their album and just kind of kept up with them ever since. Uh, the band is called Fits in the Tantrums. Um when I first heard about them, they had no radio play, and now they have some songs out on the radio, but it's mostly, like, more pop, whereas when I listened to them, they were very, like, jazzy and, and fun. Like, they had, like, this old-school, like, jazz band kind of vibe, and I loved it. And they have a song called Santa Stole My Lady, and uh, it is a nice little slow, like, slower song about... um 
<laughs> Santa stealing this guy's girl from him. And uh, it's it's written kind of cute and it's fun. And uh, they I just love their sound and I love uh, the singers in the band just kind of working well with each other. It's just a, a fun little jazzy Christmas song. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'll have to look that one up. My number nine is by, do you, okay. Do you know, or are you familiar with Jonathan Colton? I am, I am familiar with him. I only know a couple of his, but I, I know who it is at least. Okay. He wrote a song called Chiron Beta Prime. Okay. Which is, which is, which is, um, it's a family who's writing a, like one of their yearly Christmas letters. Hey, here's what's been going on with our family all year. You know, one of those kind of letters. Yeah. But the robot council had them moved to an asteroid to mine. Okay. Uh, because the, because the robot overlords have taken over. Um, so they get moved to an asteroid to mine and they're writing this letter about how terrible everything is on the asteroid, but it takes place during, and they're constantly mentioning all sorts of Christmas stuff. Like, that hasn't undermined our holiday cheer, and we know it's almost Christmas. From the marks we make on the wall, <laughs> it's our favorite time of year. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. All right, there's a link in the show notes. Go listen to the song. It's better than when I sing it. But it, it's, I mean, it's your typical Jonathan Colton Robots Run Amok song, and it's great. Sure. I like it. So. Uh, let's, that's my number nine. Let's see here. My my number eight is, um, I I don't know what it is about this song, but every time I hear it, and right now where I live, uh, as soon as I think Thanksgiving is over, if not like December first at at the latest, there's a radio station that just plays Christmas music twenty four seven, and. Uh, it's sometimes like I literally heard the same song, different versions of it, just like one after another. I th- I don't know how they do it. I think it's just on random. But every time the song Linus and Lucy comes on from the Charlie Brown Christmas, that radio is cranked all the way up, man. Wow. I did not expect anything from Charlie Brown to show up on this list. I, I thought about this one a lot. And uh, I mean, it's... I don't know if I mean technically it's Christmas because it's from a Christmas show, but there's no lyrics. There's there's nothing to it. It's just it's just a band just playing a song, and uh, it is a jam, and I friggin' love it. All right, cool. I am not super like uh, like I know like I know kind of the stuff about Charlie Brown Christmas. Like I know. I know about like the the Christmas tree that's only got like three branches on it, and he tries to put ornaments on it, and it flops over. Like, yeah. Um, and I think that's the only thing I know about Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Charlie Brown cartoons. Yeah, I, I mean they're. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of them either. Like, it's definitely not something where I'm like, hey kids, let's watch this. Now that you know, like it's a it's not a traditional movie I watch every year, but that one song is definitely like, oh yeah, this is good. I can listen to this. Okay, cool. 
Uh, my number eight is um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which is just a nice, happy song about we're getting close to Christmas, which is, you know, always a fun time. Um, and uh, it, it's got it's like like it's got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot to the structure that really um, gets into my brain and sits and sits real well in my brain. You know? Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like it's the it's the it's the kind of stuff that I like in a song happening is happening in this song. Mm hmm. No, it's a uh, it's also on my list um, a little higher up, but I also really do enjoy the hell out of that song. Like you said, it's just a great like it's just it's more or less like explaining the, the season of Christmas, but it's I don't know. It's it's a great Christmas song. Yeah. So and it's also, you know, like I like I mentioned in my honorable mentions, it got parodied into it's beginning to look a lot like Fishmen. So <laughs> Double duty, man. It's a great it's a great song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Number seven for me is uh what we were talking about earlier as far as like the the religious songs um mm -hmm. i have oh holy night at my number seven uh when i think of this song i i mean i guess my brain kind of goes to someone like josh groban performing it yeah but just the way that this song builds up and then when it gets to the chorus and then it's just it's just more powerful. And then when it gets to the Oh Night Divine, that, that first one when he hits it, like you're it just keeps building and building. And then when it gets to that point, I mean this is a very emotionally charged Christmas song. And I usually don't care too much for the the religious y ones, but I can really get into Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night is a good one. I will. I will give you that. I. 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 I would, if I had thought of it, would have considered putting it on my list. <laughs> um, but I did not think of it. And we had talked. We had talked just before recording. We had talked about how how our our methodology for picking this stuff out. And one of my and one of the things that I did was go through a list of like the most popular Christmas songs. And um, one of the and just like going through this list, there were songs on there that I did not recognize even a little bit sung by people that I had no idea who they were. And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> that's the most popular Christmas song that I've absolutely never heard of in my life. Um, <laughs> but, um, Oh, but yeah. Oh, Holy night was not anywhere on that list, which is weird. That is weird. Speaking of Oh, Holy night. And I, I, uh, I, it's on your top 10 list. So I kind of hate to do this to you, but have you heard that recording of a guy singing Oh Holy Night, but it's just the absolute worst singing of all time? Uh, possibly. When you said that, it kind of sparked something in my head, but I it, like the actual part's not coming to mind, so maybe I'm just like pretending I did and I, and I haven't, but... All right. I'll see if I can't... I'll see if I can't scrounge it up off of, you, off of YouTube or something and, and send you a link to it, but... Uh, Awesome. Yeah, it's it is uh, at the at the end 
where he, he it's the long held out oh holy night and he hold, he holds it out but he's like nah <laughs> i love shit like that <laughs> uh, like there's a, he takes a breath and then finishes it and it's, uh, <laughs> that's awesome it's, i am i am i am only about 40% sure it's a real recording it i think it's made up for the walls but okay yeah, if I can scrounge it up, I'll send it to you. Awesome. Uh, and also include a link in the show notes. You're welcome, everybody. Um, my number seven is also the only religious song that I have on my list. That's and mine weird. is is uh, uh, We Three Kings slash God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen by <laughs> off of the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas album. I had no um, idea they had a Christmas album. The Bare Naked Ladies have a Christmas album. They do a song. They do a song called uh, "It's It's It's a mashup of We Three Kings and God Rest You Merry Gentlemen." Um, Sarah McLaugh- Sarah McLaughlin comes in and sings and sings some of it. Um, and uh, it's just it's amazing. It's 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 the Bare Naked Ladies. So you've got this doom 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 doom. God rest ye merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. And it's it's real poppy and jazzy and. It's really, it's really cool. And the first time I heard it, I was like, this is the greatest song ever. And I also really enjoy mashups and they mashed up these two songs. And I was like, oh, this is, this is perfect. Awesome. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we three Kings, God rest you merry gentlemen by from the bare naked ladies Christmas album. If you have not heard the bare naked ladies Christmas album, I think it's called green Christmas. Uh, go check it out. It's awesome. Okay. Sweet. Um, number six on my list is, uh, from an artist that you wouldn't expect, but I had to throw it on here because it's from one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol in which Michael Caine plays Scrooge. How did I not include anything from Muppet Christmas Carol? (laughs) God damn it. Um, Kermit sings a song called One More Sleep Till Christmas. Yep. And it's such a I I'm thinking it's the second song in the movie because I think the first one is mm-hmm. is the the Scrooge song the Scrooge and then song. the next yep. one is One More Sleep Till Christmas and Kermit's leaving work, I guess is Bob Cratchit and uh him and the rats are shutting down and it's there's One More Sleep Till Christmas now and they're just explaining the season and and all the happiness that comes with it and how it changes like the the mood and the air and all that stuff and i mean it's it's typical muppet you know type music and stuff but man is it a good little christmas song that does not get enough recognition yeah it's great and there's a reprise of it later on in the movie where where um robin as tiny tim is singing it and he's he's riding along on on kermit's back and kermit is going like boom boom Boom, 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 oh, boom, yeah. boom. And, it's, and it's just it's oh it's so great it's yeah. so good it's awesome um can i tell you about my own little personal mandela effect yeah absolutely muppet christmas carol i have watched dozens of times i had the soundtrack when i was younger okay i listened to it obsessively i had every single song memorized or Marley and Marley. That was a great song too. That was a good um, one. And 
was it? I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. My wife watches it every year. Usually she puts it on while she's wrapping Christmas presents. Um, but um, my, so my wife was watching it and I was, and I was just sitting there because it's Muppet Christmas Carol and why wouldn't you want to watch it? And it gets up to the scene in the uh, Christmas present at the Cratchit's house, right? Okay. And they start sing, and they started singing a song, right? Okay. I have no memory of this song. They started singing and I was like, what the hell is this? Where did this song come from? And my wife was like, this song has always been here. And I'm like, no, it hasn't. She's like, yeah, it has. I'm like, no, it hasn't. I I know Muppet Christmas Carol. Like, and you know how, like, when you when you when you uh haven't heard a song in a long time and you've kind of forgotten about it, when you start hearing it, you can kind of you kind of know what's coming up next because it's starting to fire up in your brain again. Yep. Yep. Nothing. I had nothing. Interesting. I could not tell, could not for the life of you life of me tell you what was coming up next in that song i was like i i have no idea what this song is i i have never heard this song before in my life she's like i thought you've seen muppet christmas Girl. I was like i have i don't know i've never heard this song before it was really weird it was a really weird thing interesting i'll have to go back and watch that because i'm trying to think of what song that would be and my brain's not coming up with it either but maybe when i watch it i'll i'll see if i recollect it or not yeah one more sleep till christmas is a great that's a great that's a great pick Mad at myself for not anything from Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh my number five. Is this five? Ten, nine, eight, seven. No, this is number six. Yep. Number six is rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh just a an, an upbeat jam of a song that uh yeah. As, as as for most of these songs, for uh, not most of these songs, um, but uh, for a lot of the, for a lot of a lot of Christmas songs, the original is the best version, and this is the one by not Leslie Gore, it's somebody else, and I don't remember who it is. Um, but uh, yeah, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" is just a fantastic song. It's snappy, it's peppy, it's upbeat, it's happy, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun song. It really is a fun Christmas song. Um, I think that it just went platinum or something like this year because I saw an article pop up on it where the original artist was like elated that it it like achieved such a a high status, and I don't know what all that stuff means as far as music goes, but it must have been a pretty big deal. But you would think for how long that song has been around that maybe something like that would have happened a while back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. That one's on on my list. I um, I debated on that one because it is it is a fun song and uh, it it deserves a, a top ten spot on anybody's list. And apparently, you know, I'm I'm <laughs> changing things up a bit and throwing in random songs that probably don't belong in a top ten, but I'm throwing them in there anyway because I love them. Sorry, say that again. Oh, I I just said that like. I'm I'm doing things differently by not including a song that should be in a top ten in mine and throw, putting things that absolutely don't deserve to be in a top ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number five is um, it's from Stevie Wonder. It's a song called "What Christmas Means to Me." At least that's the version that I'm putting on there. Um. Just another song, basically, just explaining 
what Christmas means to this person, but I think they they nail it. It's got a fun little um, bounce when he's singing it. Uh, the chorus is very simple, and uh, I love it. And a lot of a lot of the things that I'm picking these songs, I go back to my retail days. I used to work at I worked at Toys R Us when it was still open, and that was my first job I ever had. And when they would pl- uh, play holiday music. It was on a little tape and the tape was three hours long and they played it at like a a slow speed because they recorded a whole bunch of things really fast on it. And so every time a song would play three hours later, you would hear the exact same song. It was just a constant three hour loop of things. And uh, this was on those tapes and I never got tired of hearing this one. So I'm like, well, this one deserves a spot because if it can survive me a whole christmas season of hearing it you know four or five times a day toys are us yeah toys are us my (laughs) god yeah i wouldn't do that on a dare oh i loved that job i got a lot of lifelong friends from there i got my retail experience out of the way and uh during the holidays it was a little crazy but like summertime and stuff it was a good job with your friends to just like you know screw around and and uh, make some small money on the side. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, what Christmas means to me by Stevie Wonder. I'm sure there's a hundred other versions that are, you know, on the same level, if not a little worse, just because you know Stevie Wonder is awesome. Uh, were you a cashier or were you like a stock boy or what did you? Oh, I did everything there. Um, I was hired on as um, just like. Um, stocking in the mornings and then we also got trained on register and then i got trained to um, work in the back of the house or the store for like building things and uh doing returns and unloading trucks and then i started counting registers and all like i really did just about everything you could there aside from run the store wow all right yeah um yeah like if you can yeah if you if you can find a song that you don't mind it playing over and over on a loop. Yeah, that's absolutely a top 10 song, right? Um, my number five is Ollie Jolly Christmas by the man himself, Burl Ives. Oh, good one. Good one. Yes. It's just like, you know, like rocking around the Christmas tree. It's just, it is just, it's a happy song. It's a poppy song. It's fun. It's, it's Burl Ives, like, yeah. It's just it's it's just one of the great Christmas, you know. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's very lively. It's very um, like very holly and jolly <laughs> with Burl Ives behind it. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like you really can't think of that song without like smiling just for how he performs it and just how it makes you feel. I think it's a uh, definitely deserving of a, of a top spot on the list. Yeah. And you can tell he's having fun singing it too. Like you just listen to him singing it and it's like, Oh, that guy's having a blast. hundred mm-hmm. percent, which is just, yeah. Uh, my number four is the song called white Christmas. And for some reason, my brain is, is blanking on who sings this one the best. 
The version I'm thinking of is like the old Rat Pack guys, whichever one of those did this song. Um, okay. Before you go any further, okay. I will say that my number four is also White Christmas. Okay. But it is White Christmas as sung by the Drifters. Um, so it, when the song opens, it goes, Oh, sure. Like, it's, it's, uh, that's my number four is also White Christmas. Um, you might be thinking of Bing Crosby. I know he sang it originally. That's the one I'm thinking of as Bing Crosby. That name was just out of my brain for some reason. Yeah. But, But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, you, like, you've gone the classy route and I've gone the more, like, part of it, part of it with me is that song plays during in the movie it's oh see and now i can't is it it's either home alone or it's um the santa claus and i cannot remember which one it is it's one or the other um but for a long time it was stuck in my head and i could not remember i couldn't find it again i think you're thinking uh, of uh home alone i'm pretty sure it's in home alone okay but yeah, I mean that that version's awesome too. I really do like that version. I like the I like the the vocal instruments that they're using in that one and uh just the I mean it's that's a fun version of the song. Yeah. And um like like my my version for for White Christmas, I just like the you know, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I've really just grown to appreciate more of the the old fashioned songs from like Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra and, and artists of that type. And I really like the way he slowly brings you through white Christmas and just the way his voice sounds as he's singing that. I just think it's a nice one to like put on the record player when you're like at home and just enjoying the vibe. Yeah. It's also like, it's Bing Crosby, right? So it's just really smooth and it's mellow and it's just warm and uh Yeah. So Yeah. Um you mentioned Frank Sinatra and I will say this. When we first talked about this, I <laughs> I got I got very passionate about the fact that I hate walking in a winter wonderland. I hate that song. I hate Sleigh Ride Together. I hate Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. I hate those three songs. (laughs) I hate those three songs. Frank Sinatra did a cover of Winter Wonderland that I was like, you know what? That was not bad. And I think it's more my love for Frank Sinatra than it is the actual song. Sure. But, uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You gave me that, that caveat when we did this list. You're like, we're not doing these four songs. And they yeah, have to because they're they're not about Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and which I totally understood, but I'll be damned if I was not upset when you said we couldn't do Sleigh Ride because the Ronettes have a version of Sleigh Ride that is so fun to listen to. It's my favorite version of that song, and I know it's not Christmassy, but they play it on the Christmas station, and I friggin' love it. <laughs> it is, it is a those three songs and Jingle Bells. Are Christmas songs the way that a tomato is a vegetable? Okay, yeah, <laughs> the, I that's a great comparison. I love that. 
They're 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 there. They're accepted, but they're not. All right, uh, all right. So we both talked about our number four, which was White Christmas for both of us. So if you would like to go ahead with your number three, my number three then is, and I had to throw this one on there. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Wow, it's high on the list because I yeah. thoroughly enjoy this song. It's it's I one of the most happiest christmas songs when you hear it as soon as that guitar starts you're just like oh i know what's coming up and it's Mm -hmm. i i don't care how repetitive it is because it is one of the most repetitive songs i've ever heard in my life but damn it this song just kills me every time i love it um i thought of that song but i did not at any point consider putting it on my list okay like if like no, I don't have anything against it. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Like, like when it comes on, sure, why not? If people are singing along, I'll yeah, I'll join in. But like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna seek it out. You know? Yeah, I get that. My number three song and my number two song are probably the the biggest outliers on this list. Okay. Like Chiron Beta Prime is a pretty big outlier. I think these two might go a little bit beyond that. My number three is Blue Christmas, but it is not Blue Christmas as sung by Elvis Presley. This is Blue Christmas as sung by Seymour Swine and the Squealers. You have not heard Blue Christmas. As sung by Seymour Swine and the Squealers. You you have you've been doing Christmas wrong. <laughs> You're just wrong. Okay. Seymour Swine and the Squealers is a porky pig sound alike. Oh, I know this one now. Yeah. So just imagine <laughs> Porky Pig singing Blue Christmas, and that's the whole song. It is amazing. It is one of my favorite Christmas novelty songs. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it makes me laugh every time. And, and uh, there's a link in the show notes. Please go check this song out because it is fantastic. It really is. It's, it's fun and, uh, it's done so well. Yeah. Like you would, you would swear it's, it's, I don't I don't think it was Mel Blank who did Porky Pig. I think that was like the only Looney Tunes character done by somebody else. But uh yeah, it just it's, it's a Porky Pig sound alike. Like you would think it was the guy himself. And it is just the greatest it's one of the greatest things. I've <laughs> I like that. That one definitely came out of left field. I wasn't expecting that one to show up, but when you said it I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That's good. I like it. That, that was your number three, right? That was my number okay. three, yes. So my number two is one you had mentioned earlier. Um, I have It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas mm-hmm. at my number two. And um, I didn't have a specific artist for this because I feel like most of the versions that I hear, they're more or less the same thing. as just a different voice carrying the tune. Um, really not much else I can say about it aside from uh, it's it's a great song. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I've said everything I wanted to say about it earlier. Yeah. Um, and we did kind of talk about it earlier. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I have nothing just... else to, to talk about. It's just, it's awesome. I, I enjoy listening to it. I like singing along with it. Um, I like the, the visuals that they, they paint when they're, when they're talking about it, like they just bring you into it. So it's, it, it has to be on the list somewhere and mine's at number two. There you, there you go. I mean, that's, a, it's a great song. Um, um, are you familiar with, and this is, this song is not anywhere on my list, so nobody freak out. Okay. But, um, you're familiar with, um, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Uh, you know, I think I may have heard of that at least once or twice. Okay. I found on now this song. Now this, this is not, this is just a complete aside. This is not my number two. Um, but I found a couple of years ago, this guy who had made an animation of toad from the super Mario brothers universe. Okay. Singing all I want for Christmas is you with the, you know, with the toad voice. Oh my god! I don't want. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. That's it awesome. Was, it was hilarious. I did. Uh, should go track that down and put that link in the show notes too. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I don't. I don't know what made me think of that. But uh, I mentioned earlier. Or maybe it was maybe it was pre-show discussion um, that one of the songs on my Christmas list is a song that I discovered not more than two months ago, and I have fallen completely head over heels in love with it so much so that it is my number two favorite Christmas. Now, one thing you have to understand about me is that ever since I was a little kid, I have loved the genre of song known as a patter song. Now, if you don't know, a patter song is a very fast, um, very quick paced, lot of lot of words all coming out at once, and a lot of them all kind of sound alike. So it's all kind of tongue twistery, and you got to be able to get your mouth around these sounds, and you got to be able to do it fast. Um, modern Major General from Pirates of Penzance. I am the very model of a Modern Major General. That's like the archetypal patter song. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's a patter song. That's what a patter song is. And um I uh I had gone on to I had gone on to Reddit and had asked Reddit, hey, what are some good, fun, fast patter songs? And this song was one of the songs suggested to me. It is from a television show that I have never seen and could not tell you anything about. Okay. It's called, I'm, 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 you've probably heard of it. It's called Phineas and Ferb. And there is a song at one point, and again, don't know the context for it, but it's sung by the bad guy. Okay. And the song is called, I Really Don't Hate Christmas. And it's just about how he hates everything, but he doesn't hate Christmas. I love it. From the evil scientist community, I'm sure to be rejected, but for Christmas, I can't seem to summon any true invective because what is there to hate? I mean, it's really so subjective, but I really don't hate Christmas. It's, 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 I love it so much. I love that show. I, I 
was watching that when my kids were younger. It was a fun one to just sit and watch with them. And I mean, I still enjoy the hell out of it. Um, I actually follow the creator. His name's Dan Povenmire. I follow him on on TikTok, and he does mm-hmm. a lot of updates. And he also does the voice for Doofenshmirtz, who's the evil guy. And uh, yeah, he's the guy. He's the one who sings this. He's he's the one who sings the song. Yeah, and he like he'll be on TikTok and he'll record himself singing other songs as like Doofenshmirtz and stuff. Like he just has a good time with that character. Um, I yeah. am not familiar with that song actually. So now that I know what exists, I am going to be hunting that one down and checking it out as soon as I can. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like I mean it's a patter song, it's a Christmas song, like it's just and it's really more my love for patter songs. Sure. That that has boosted it up so high. It would still be on my top ten list, like even if it was just kind of a regular song about how much I hate Christmas. But um the fact that it's a patter song just bumped it all the way up to number two. And that's, it. I just, I love it so much. Awesome. I love that. Well, my number one, and as soon as you mentioned this list, as soon as you gave me the caveats, I had this written down at my number one spot and I filled in everything else after it. And if you <laughs> ask my wife, she will tell you that I'm fucking stupid and that, this is one of the worst Christmas songs that she's ever heard to the point where she never wants to hear it again. Cause I played it for her one time, but you're about to say Dominic the donkey. Oh God. Nope. Not that. Um, okay. all right. So <laughs> this is also a song that I heard at Toys R Us, but the version that I heard was sung by a female artist that I could not hunt down that version of, but I found the original it's a song called I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, and the band is called Wizard. You never hear it anywhere else, but I love this song with every fiber of my being, and it does not get the recognition it deserves. You take off, you could take off so many other Christmas songs if you listen to those types of things, like, like that radio station I was listening to. There's some that don't need to exist. Let's take off um uh the Band-Aid song, Do They Know It's Christmas. That is not a good Christmas song, and I will I could <laughs> I could spend a whole 24 hours talking about how that's not a good Christmas song. Put this one on instead. This is this song to me is the um the description of Christmas. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Uh, are you saying that um, Christmas Shoes is not uh, not one of your favorite Christmas songs? You know, I, I actually don't hate Christmas Shoes. It's definitely a, a tearjerker, what? at least the first time I heard it. I don't I don't hate it. What? I don't I don't hate it. <laughs> <sighs> there is a, a new contender for the worst Christmas song ever that's been making the rounds on the internet and uh it is a doozy if you have not heard it. It's called um an old fashioned Christmas by Linda Bennett, I think. And man, does that song take you on a ride. I don't think I've heard this song. I haven't heard I haven't heard your number one either. You said that and I was like, I have no idea what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's I I don't do not know that song at all. When when you look at the YouTube link, there's a, a music video for it and it is batshit bonkers to go with the song. It's great. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it as batshit bonkers as David Hasselhoff's music video for Hooked on a Feeling? I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh my god. Alright, that's a link that's going in the show notes too. If you have not seen David Hasselhoff's music video for Hooked on a Feeling, oh my god. Oh my god. It's amazing. Um, the Muppet, the Muppet song I was talking about, I think is called bless us all. Oh yeah. Um, yep. I remember that one being in the, in the movie now. Yeah. No memory. Not, not in my head at all. My number one, when I told my wife about it, she, she gave me some pushback. She looked it up and she said, I don't think that's a Christmas song. And I was like, the fuck it isn't. And she was like, no, I don't think it is. Cause I, I was like, it mentions Christmas. And she was like, yeah, but only kind of in passing. And the rest of it is kind of, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Cause all the stuff that he talks about is stuff that happens specifically at Christmas celebrations and Christmas is mentioned by name in the song. So I'm counting it. Don't fight me on this. <laughs> It is the best Christmas song that has ever been written. It is called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Okay. That is my absolute favorite Christmas song. I like, yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to argue that. There is the one part that definitely throws me off a little bit, and I'm sure it's been talked about before, but the whole like scary ghost stories... Just really a, that, seems odd. I mean, that kind of that kind of dates back to. I think it's a British tradition to tell ghost stories around Christmas. Okay, yeah, which I've done where, absolutely. Like, which is which is like where Christmas Carol came from. Sure, yeah, and that that's what I equated it to. But I mean, I've literally done zero research into it because it didn't bother me that much. But I mean, that's also another one that when it comes on, you're just like, well, listening to this all the way through and singing along with it because yep. you know all the words yep. and. And it's got kind of that big band musical backing and it's just, oh, it's just, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it really is. Definitely deserving of a number one spot. So there you go. There's our top 10 Christmas songs. And a few honorable mentions and a few songs that I personally really dislike. <laughs> Are there any Christmas songs that you specifically dislike that whenever it comes on, you're like, nah, click. You know, I used to have that, that feeling for, uh, last Christmas from wham, just because it seemed to always play. And I just got really tired of it. Um, I've since grown to like appreciate a little more, but I mean, in all honest, I, I don't know. I can't really think of anything that I, that I hate. I get sometimes it just depends on who records it too because I mean there's definitely some versions of music where it's like oh I don't want to hear you sing this at all like um like Madonna's Santa Baby is nails on a chalkboard to me compared to Eartha Kitt's uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. I don't know that I want to hear Madonna singing that song um Santa Baby is just kind of a weird song too. Yeah, you know? it's a yeah, it's definitely a weird song to begin with. And then you have Madonna who's putting on this like Betty Boop type of like sound with her voice, like she's trying to sound like she's, I don't know, Santa Baby. Yeah, 
slip the sable under the tree for me. It's like where where is this coming? Yeah, it's it's bad, and I hate it. Every time I hear it, I'm always like, oh fuck, it's Madonna, and then I change it. She did a cover of American Pie many, mm-hmm. many years ago. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Oh, my God. That was an atrocity. You know why no one else has ever covered American Pie ever, ever in the history <laughs> of the universe? Because you don't Because when need you to? do it perfectly the first time, yeah. there's nowhere to go with it. People, people who insist on covering Beatles songs, just like, don't. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't cover a Beatles song. Don't do a Beatles cover. <laughs> um, I have talked at length about the ones that I hate. I'm not a fan of Dominic the donkey. Um, yeah. I, can, I mean, I could pass on that one. Uh, are there any other Christmas songs that I really just don't enjoy? I don't think so. I tolerate most Christmas songs, but uh, those three, those three can die in a fire. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you all. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Um, That was our top 10 Christmas list and a little bit of negativity about stuff we hate. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please go check out Garrett's podcast, The Ever-Trending Story. it's uh it's it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um and uh Yeah, so this is yeah, so this will be coming out sometime this weekend. Uh so yeah, so coming up in like the next next week, well within about 5 days, I'm actually going to be doing Christmas ghost stories season 6 on my show. So um ooh, it'll be the 6th year in a row that I've done this. So we just do like from from December 21st to the 25th, just do five Christmas stories, one per day. Usually, not not even Christmas stories, just like a ghost story. Just like a story with a ghost in it. Okay. So, um, so that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, something I always enjoy doing. Last year, we did, last year I did a full cast reading of A Christmas Carol. Oh, that's awesome. Like, we had people, I had, I casted it, like, actual, like, voice actors who have appeared on TV came in and read for it. It was amazing. That's really cool. Um, yeah, and I was really happy with how it turned out. It's great. So, um, anyway, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have um a good holiday season. Um, just remember, like, if you're spending time with family, you need to take a break. Go step outside. Go into another room. Take some me time. You may need it. I don't know. Um, but uh, take care of yourself, and um. We will see you in a couple of weeks for our next top 10 list. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.